Whenever you're ready, guys. Ready. Three, two, one. Hello and brilliant. to episode 54 oh. i think yeah is that right yep. of the mature gaming podcast bits and pcs uh with me tonight we've got beastie hello clarky snap hello and relegated from uh, actually running the show this week is vimesy for his uh piss poor effort last week sorry uh, no, it was all right, Vimesy. Um, I was a bit uh, frustrated that uh, I sounded so terribly. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, I was hot, grumpy, and I didn't have my proper recording uh, equipment with me. But uh, enough about that. Just a quick note before we crack on. Uh, congratulations to one of our regular listeners. Uh, he goes by the name of The Duke on the forum. And... Uh, a real name, William, who's uh, just oh. announced the boy, the birth of his baby boy. Oh, well done, well done. Do we have a name yet? Well, what was the? What, I don't know. I don't know. Jamal Something. Windsor. Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Have you noticed? Have you noticed how they're all, they're all suddenly instead of calling her Kate, they've all now started calling her Catherine on the news. It's like not 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 you know oh, really? Kate anymore. It's now William and Catherine. It's all gone. Oh, now up. she's so, now she's an adult. She's a mummy now, so we yeah. can't possibly, you know, <clears throat> call her Kate. A yummy mummy, a very yeah. yummy mummy. Yeah, just, um, just quick, we I heard some uh, there. How do we feel about the uh, birth of our future king and really uh, the monarchy not, in general? Trying not nobody, to feel anything, to be honest. Nobody cares, do uh, I don't know. It's I, too hot for childbirth. I. <laughs> I'm not talking about the childbirth. I wanted to get you on a political, ask you a political point. How do you feel about the monarchy? Can we talk about the pornography thing instead? That's much more interesting. Oh, fucking and hell. relevant. Pornography? What? Pornography. <laughs> well, so David, much for being relevant, John. The, the David Cameron um, automatically blocking filth from from computers so that you uh, got to think so wait, the children on, don't possibly. I resent the word filth. I, I don't mean it literally. I'm, I was being sarcastic, as in it's kind of ban this sick filth kind of mm. Channel Four mocking, mocking if, if anything. To be honest, I think it's ridiculous. I don't know anything about it, but then it's not an area that um, touches me, especially. What, so, uh... The news. Yeah, all right, yeah, fair enough. I don't watch the news. I mean, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know about, about you know about, about Jamal, but you don't know about the pornography. I don't know. They haven't really called it Jamal, have they? <laughs> no. Yeah, man. No, we, were, we were just uh, discussing the possibility of what if it was a black baby. Because they got away with a ginger one last time, so I reckon of that one this time is so. highly probable. Think... I'm not sure how I feel about this um, treason on this show. Treason? Uh, well, I don't know. Is it treason? Well, she's she not can't talk about the monarchy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Let's let's move on. I was trying to get uh, a little argument going there because uh, I don't mind the monarchy and uh, good good luck to them. So uh... they're a tourist. They're a tourist attraction. No, no, they they are good for tourism. I, I do give them that. I forget that they are the they are the monarchy. It's just the way it is. Yeah, they get in, fall into it through birthright, but I really it's just the way it is. Isn't it? On this one, John. Yeah, I said, "Why, John?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, let's move on. Um, what are we going to talk about first? Uh, maybe we should. Well, it's going to lead into what we're going to, some of us have been going to talk about and what we've been playing. Let's talk MGPX, which happened at the weekend. Um, I went. Uh, Vimesy, you went, didn't you? I yes. I'm glad you remember, John. Clarky, did you go? No, but there's something I'm extremely curious about. <laughs> right. Yeah, as we've covered from many, <laughs> many weeks, the last few weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but you you told us well in advance that you were gonna, weren't going to come, didn't you, Clarky? I did, yeah, but I'm, because I'm... basically, what happened to you? Did you you bloused out, didn't you, at the last minute? No, I had some work to do, unfortunately, mate. It's I couldn't help it, and by the time I if I would have left, I wouldn't have got there till well late, put it that way, very late. As it's That's not not a problem because it went it... on till late. Uh, I'm sure it did, but getting there at like 10 p.m. would have been a bit crappy. No, wouldn't you'd have missed the uh, Kevin Steve show, <laughs> and uh, it, it would have been, you'd, have been, you'd have been in the good times. <laughs> I, I just want somebody to tell me about Clarky Bart. I told you before, what goes on at MGPX stays at MGPX. No, we can't just say that because I don't know what he's on about. We I'm can't talk about the Clarky Bart. We're not allowed to. Know. Am I am I under some sort of Twitter wind up campaign here? No. Okay. You don't you don't worry about it. I'll I think the, the highlight of my evening was probably finding out that John's wallpaper was an Xbox One picture. I think that oh, was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, teach me to leave my laptop unlocked for you morons about. Um, come on, Vimesy, kick us off and get us talking about how good MGPX was. What, did you think it was good? Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Uh, it was nice to see everybody. I think that was the highlight for me. I think... Um, there was an awful lot of stuff going on. There was there's like there's a box fresh Amiga in the corner, um, with pretty much every game on its catalogue under the sun. They had um, a NES there, uh, an N64, which was which was I managed to grab a go on. They had um, Anna Coney there with his his build of Steel Time. Uh, Pab was there with his with his rig, um, show off a bit of Cube World and things like this. And uh, obviously you were there with pretty much most of the East Wing of your house, which was cool. Um, disappointed you couldn't bring a working steering wheel with you, but you know, well, that's that's yeah, fine. Don't think that I wasn't particularly annoyed having dragged all that shit up the motorway <laughs> that in was the van most unfortunate. to find my Microsoft steering wheel just completely died after about thirty hard, which... seconds. Yeah, no, it was going for about twenty minutes, and then it just died. Brilliant, thanks very much. Yeah, it was. Um, but it was it was good. I think. Um, next time I think what we need to do. I haven't posted up a forum yet about it, but. I think we need to sort of say instead of what 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 people are bringing, we need to say what we want and try and get a few more sort of competitive things going on. Um, there was a little bit of a Forza um, race off sort of thing going on, but I think uh, that would have been better if 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 your wheel had stayed intact. But uh, you know, no, absolutely, it just needs a bit more organisation, and yeah, it needs a, for me not to be two hours late leaving my house. Ah, but it was just it was just I think it was just because it was a short notice thing. The whole the whole sort of I'm amazed we pulled it off with the amount of uh, well, it wasn't really it was short notice because. It was pretty sure for most people who sort of booked into it. I thought it was, I thought it was good effort. But I think I was saying to the boys before we came on. I think the highlight for me, to be honest, was being able to um, just sit down in the pub basically and, and, and chat with people who I hadn't actually sort of met before. So I imagine, well, I have kind of met, 
so as you yeah. having a nice romantic meal with you that was lovely and Kivino and that, um, didn't, ha- that, that didn't happen and crooked uh, uh, so you know that was that was nice and uh, I managed to sit down with Pro on for a bit that was quite nice I had a chat with him about stuff and so it's just I think that was just the, the, the highlight of my evening it was just catching up with people and having a chat with Sheepdog and Kevin and stuff and that was just um, yeah I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that aspect of it uh, more Proton, back, Proton backed me into a corner when he was very kindly giving me a lift to drop my van off um, that I couldn't couldn't get out of without admitting that I haven't listened to the night shift <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm he probably sure he already was, knew that to be fair I'm not sure he was too impressed um, highlights for me were um, getting a Warcraft t-shirt in the raffle I was very pleased with that and not a World of Warcraft t-shirt a Warcraft one hang on Warcraft one literally no Warcraft one it was the orcs versus humans kind mm-hmm. of a vintage t-shirt so that was good um, I got a bit excited with rock band late on. You, you uh, I'll tell you what, you were a fucking legend on those drums. I was well impressed. I don't know. It wasn't really well calibrated. I think there was some crosstalk. Oh, but I, I do remember getting a bit overexcited when Faith and the Moor were playing. When we played Faith and the Moor and I was headbanging and bouncing around a little bit. But uh, yeah, great laugh. And we must do some more rock band nights because rock band... That, that was actually, to be fair, I thought, you know, I thought I was a bit concerned about rock band thinking, will it, will it have the pull and... I was really impressed with the setup. So you had basically you had um, the band, literally the band, set up on stage as if it were a real band with uh, a projector beaming out in front of them onto a big screen. So it did actually look, you could literally watch the band as if they were playing. It was uh, it was great. It was really good fun to watch. So yeah, yeah really enjoyed that. It was it was yeah, it was a good day. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was an excellent day. And anyone who didn't turn up, beastie, uh, missed a real treat. And um, <laughs> Rest assured, uh, I'm only disappointed that I didn't get to meet your beastie, to be honest. Um, but there'll be plenty more opportunities for this. Yeah, yeah, thanks, John. Yeah, I missed you too. But you said you weren't coming anyway, Clarky. Oh, you wouldn't have liked to have met me. Of course I would. But he'd already he'd oh, already well, kind of I braced himself. A couple of months ago, I'd have liked to have met you. To frankly, there were some dark corners in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Peterborough's a weird place. Some yeah. some of the creatures that come out at night are frankly weird. Yeah. The, 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 that bar after about eight o'clock got decidedly milf orientated. But just, but, milf? Well, hang on. Probably didn't stop you getting a few of the numbers, though, did it? No, it was they were they were not they were not nice. They were the, some. Mm, mm. <laughs> They're not a milf, definitely not a milf, are they really? They're not very nice. So, let's moving move, on to games of MGPX. Let's move on. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Um, well, you want to talk about games at MGPX? Yeah, okay. I, I, what I'm did like, you play? What did you play then, Bob? I, I think um, one of one of my lowlights was playing Goldeneye on the N64. Um, oh, I was really yeah. excited. We saw it, and there was like four controllers, and we charged onto it, and um, it was bloody awful. It was absolutely horrible. Um, I remember playing this. I was. I had this when you know the N64 was first come out or whatever. And I remember putting many, many hours into this game, and um, I couldn't play this for love nor money. It was absolutely awful. The controls were whack. The, the, the God Almighty! The, the, the levels were awful. The aiming was terrible. The, it was just, and it wasn't the graphics. I wasn't too bothered about the graphics. It was just. It was just a really awful game to play. I don't understand how I have such lovely memories of it. 
but they've all been I always, to be now. Fair, I'll be honest with you, I always preferred the single player over the multiplayer. And I thought GoldenEye really did such a great job of moving on the single player campaign. It was, mm. it was ahead of its time, ahead of the curve. Yeah, I mean, I, I managed, I, I managed to play. It, I, but now I'm thinking about it. How the hell did I manage to play a full campaign with a control mech like that? It was. Well, it, no, it was all right. You've just got used to more proceed. You got used to more analog. It's old yeah. games are shit. It was it's, just it, awful. Was... Old gaming is shit, and I, I, I don't really. I'm not really into the whole retro thing. Mm. I, I mean, I was talking to um, my colleague today. We were talking about um, video games and. Uh, I basically said, well, you know, when a new platform comes out, like the Xbox One, or certainly when it when I moved from the Xbox to the Xbox 360, that Xbox never got turned on again. Yeah. The moment, the moment, moment, new platforms out, that old generation's dead to me. Yeah. And agree. none of the games get to be played, even if it's it got backwards compatibility. If it hasn't got, you know, if it wasn't although I, although saying that, I mean, I've I've picked up things like Ico and um, the last uh, not the last Guardian and Muppet. Um, What's it called? Ah, oh, Shadow of the Colossus on the PS3, and they're still a joy to play. Um, so you know there are there are games that I will do it for. It's just Crimson Skies I'll still play, and that's a well old game. But... Although this might be slightly off topic, I mean we're kind of exploring it now. I mean I was musing earlier that um, that's that was perfectly okay when moving from Xbox to Xbox 360 because um, they were just games. But the, uh, there wasn't really anything that had any kind of real content that you needed to transfer. What worries me now, and you know, we've just been talking about it, is what happens to Rock Band when we go to Xbox One. I don't want to keep an Xbox 360 around, but I want to keep I want to keep Rock Band. Is there going to be a Rock Band for for um, Xbox One and? Ha- is there going to be a way to get the... Um... I don't know. I presume they're going to move it to a more service-based type thing. So it'll end up like those new SingStar app type things where you kind of rent the, as if from a jukebox. Do you know what I mean? Where you pay for time rather than buy songs. So you say, I'm going to rent yeah. this. I'm going to rent Rock well, Band for, for 24 hours and it's going to cost me, I don't know, six quid or something like that for 24 hours access to the entire catalogue i don't know something like that. probably I mean, that, that, something like that. that would be great the thing is i mean rock band for xbox one if such a thing is going to exist they haven't really got anywhere to go there's no real innovation do you think i'm not I, sure i don't know how they i'm not sure how they can inv- innovate they just want need to make it available on that platform yeah i mean i think i don't know about the xbox one and this isn't a, a fanboy thing or anything i just don't i haven't I don't know if they've, they've addressed this or not, but obviously Sony have come out and said that the, the Gaikai thing, when that eventually comes along, should allow you to stream back catalogue. Whether it will take yeah, into right. whether it will take into account the fact that you once owned this or not, I don't know because that's going to be a hard thing to prove, isn't it? Oh yeah, you know, because you could say yeah, well look if you look at my play history, I've had the game, but I could have sold that on you know years ago. But I, I, so I don't know how they'll do it, but that, that's I think that's Sony are looking at, to address it in that way. I don't know about Microsoft, but it's a, it's an interesting question. I don't know. It was an interesting question, wasn't it? It was. Um, I'll carry on with something else similarly interesting. Well, I was, but then I saw next on the list was take on helicopters. <laughs> so did you did you have a go on this? <laughs> yes, I did. I was at, um, when we were at MGPX and you, you'd left your computer strangely unattended. And uh, Proton was was basically murdering people playing Surgeon Simulator. Um, 
and then we decided to have a go on take on helicopters. Uh, and surprisingly, he was very good at it. I was less good at it. Um, but I just um, crashed a lot, really. I thought it was very pretty. I couldn't get the hang of flying it. It may have been the alcohol, to be fair, but probably <laughs> just my complete lack of being able to coordinate may have had something to do it. Um, I don't think I actually made it past the tutorial levels. <laughs> I don't think no, I... well, I haven't made it past the, tu- the tutorial level. I-, I haven't spent any time with it. I was hoping to spend some good time with it. What happened at MGPX was I, I was expecting to rock up, set my stuff up, leave everyone to it, then I can put my headphones on and just play some Daisy and play some... Um, place some of those simulators it just didn't happen like that because i was running around like an idiot doing whatever and as soon as i'd kind of got everything in place all of a sudden there was noise coming from the stage and we had the raffle which went on for a while which was brilliant Mm -hmm. loads of great prizes and then um there was the i don't know what you want to call it Uh, a live show show. pre-recorded live show pre-recorded well in the sense they 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 haven't put it out yet that they've recorded they were recording it as a live show and then putting it out oh they won't be putting that out will they apparently i don't know (laughs) technical technical issues may sounds awesome sounds like mr treat there was was some technical issues let's go with that (laughs) i know i know kev was think said to me that uh maybe in a future event that uh we should do one for them and one for us and whatever I don't know, I find the whole thing a little bit self-indulgent. If I'm truth be told, um, I'd really, uh, I'm not sure how comfortable I feel presenting ourselves as anything, anything that anyone wants to listen to. But amazingly, uh, we had such great feedback from everyone who who came up and spoke to me and said hello and uh, said they enjoyed the show. And uh, you know, I I can't understand why because it's a load of old shit, but. Uh, yeah, I, we had nearly yeah. all of our six listeners turned up, which was I was quite impressed. With. <laughs> Brilliant. Was yeah. uh, was uh, was Take On Helicopters a popular attraction? Uh, uh, it was. It was. The, I think people found it more amusing watching me crash a lot. Um, so I think the thing what what John had set up yeah. was quite good actually because he had his that was your Alienware that was there, wasn't it? Your laptop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he'd also rigged up a second monitor, which was kind of on a bar a bit higher up on a, on a what was it? it? Must have been a 22 inch screen, something like that. Uh, 24. 24. So people could kind of watch that without sort of having to crowd around a little monitor that I was playing on or whatever. So when Proton was literally taking apart this what is now a corpse on the operating table in Surgeon Simulator, you had quite a gathering around this monitor. <laughs> Missing ourselves laughing. Um, so, 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 but that's why that's why all Kevin and Steve were trying to do their show. Yeah, that well. possibly wasn't <laughs> the best time to do it. But it so was, it was uh, fa- fair to say there were a few people watching uh, John Throttle's Chopper. Then oh. I didn't get to play anything. Are we starting Clarkie, this already, Clarky? I just didn't get to play anything. It, it wasn't. It, it, it totally wasn't what I expected. But I think it. <laughs> I totally, I completely enjoyed it, and I think it was more to do with my <laughs> lack of my lack of preparation and turning up late. I, the only games I played were the only game I played was Rock Band. Actually, thinking about it, that's all I did. Um, but I had a, I had a wicked time, so that doesn't matter. Next time we'll be more prepared, better prepared, uh, and. You just need yeah. to chill, John. You, you brought, like, like I say, you brought so much stuff with you. you yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've learned, I've learned lots of lessons because I didn't. It took me so long to. See, the problem was, 
I bought so much stuff, but most of it I didn't use because it took me so long to get out of the house yesterday because I was thinking, oh, shit, well, I'm going to take a DVI to HDMI converter in case I need that. I'm going to take a VGA to HDMI converter if I need that. I'm going to take this cable in case I need that. I need this John, you audio brought cable. a football with you, for God's sake. That was on the forum. They wanted a football for um, uh, for the barbecue that never happened, which reminds me, what happened, what happened to you at breakfast? Oh, I was looking uh, forward to seeing you again. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. I, first thing I said when no, the crowd... See, look, I, John, I the told crowd, you not, said, to say, not to say this stuff in front of Clarkie. You know how he gets. I um, <laughs> I was up fairly early, so I, I headed back off fairly sharpish because I just figured that no one had actually tweeted out by then what time breakfast was. And I thought, well, at this rate, I ain't going to get home till four o'clock in the afternoon because I thought it was just going to turn into one of those things where by the time everybody actually ate, it would be about lunchtime. No, so it, I, it actually... It actually worked out quite well. We were quite oh, no, I saw the tweets and I was like, Turned up at Weatherspoons and um, had, I, they had a breakfast and they had a large breakfast. And unfortunately, Weatherspoons is one of these places which has decided to put the calorie count on their menu. <laughs> so oh, a large uh, breakfast, 1,500 calories. Jesus Christ. I know. How would they do that? I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> do, do they um, know? Do they know not Sheepdog, what? Sheepdog thought he was pulling a fast one on him by um by not buying the large breakfast at 1500 calories he had he ordered two breakfasts with a combined nut calculation of about 1400 um, <laughs> <laughs> for only twice the price i'm glad so well it's working God. out for him yeah <laughs> brilliant so, oh, no, uh, yeah, he wasn't the only one to have he only wasn't the only one to have two breakfasts either so um no really yeah, I'll tell you what, the food there was bloody gorgeous. Oh, what, what, at the... Um, yeah, at the, yeah, yeah, on a slight tangent on the... the, the, the Thai food, yeah, it's excellent. Oh, it? yeah, it was yummy. Mm. It's almost worth the drive for three hours just to eat that. That was lovely. Unfortunately, uh, I understand that the brewery tap is under threat of being demolished. Yes, so, apparently uh, part of our part of our bargain for actually managing to hire the place out was that we now have to support their campaign to keep the brewery tap. Which I was a bit annoyed about having to sell our soul quite so easily, but having tasted the food, I'm more than happy to, to back that one to the hill. Well, that and um, the, the barman fella. Who yeah, Jacob was an absolute star. Looked after us so well. It was incredible. He just he also, kept he also lived, every drink. He also up to the Polish stereotype of being a massive Witcher fan. So I was chatting to him for about half an hour about the Witcher. So that was quite impressive. He got a nice tip at the end of it, so I, I did mention to Kev, make sure you give the nice tip. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, so you stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> this show, seriously. Um, <laughs> right, uh, come on, let's, let's, right, let's be... So the last one I wanted to talk about was, um, yeah. uh, from, from the show, that is, anyway, it was Still Time, which is Alan Zaccone turned up, um, who's a, a kind of indie dev, with uh, a build of his game Still Time, which has been getting quite a lot of press, and it's basically uh, a 2D platformer puzzler um, based around the, the fact that you can stop time um, and then go back. So you you might flick a switch. You might need to flick two switches, for example, to open a door, but you haven't got enough time to go between. By the time you flick the first switch, by the time you get to the second switch, the first switch is turned off. So what you can do is you can stop time when you get to the second switch, rewind it, then play it. Then there's two of you, if you see what I mean, on the same plane of existence that you can both click the switch at the same time and then move. To be honest, um, lovely concept. I found the controls quite awkward and I can just see this becoming a real head fuck. 
and and I was saying to I was being very yeah, very honest with the guy. I was very honest with the guy. I said, I love you know when he was showing me what to do and he was controlling it and I was just watching the screen. I knew exactly what he was doing and the logic behind what he was doing. But when I was trying to actually do that on the keyboard, I just couldn't coordinate myself or get my head in the right kind of way of doing it. And he kind of just looked at me sadly and said, yes, yeah, some people get it and some people don't. <laughs> I just thought, okay, you're talking to somebody who got stuck halfway through gunpoint and he just laughed. So <laughs> that was, um, yeah. But uh, it was yeah, it was, it was an interesting game. I'll still keep my eye on it, but I don't think I'll be buying it just because it just it looks like it's going to get mental. I mean, he was showing me the parts where it was going to get you, there was going to be like four or five incarnations of you along the on long timelines to push blocks over things, and and oh, it was just looking awfully complicated. Oh wow, that sounds incredible. Um, it was quite incredible just from from his. I just said to you, said so there must be something twisted up in your brain. He just laughed again. I think oh Jesus. Did he hang around all night? I think no, he left. Um, he left quite late, actually. Um, he, he probably left, I guess, around eight o'clock or something like that. So he was oh, there really? for most I, of the day. So yeah, he did, he did all right. And you got chocolate. Oh, good on him. I read, so that was cool. I just I was intrigued to see how like a professional and someone who can actually achieve something. Um, it was, good. It was quite interesting as well because he was showing me some of the Unity stuff that kind of goes on. You know, he's, he's, he's doing a build of Unity as well. So it's quite interesting to see sort of. Um, the process of, of building and, and designing and stuff. So, you know, top. I thought it was really good, really good. And I think if anybody is interested in that kind of puzzle platform, it's definitely worth checking out still time. Definitely. Really interesting game. Cool. Right. Anything else? Let's, we need to... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll spin on a bit because the other two are just, uh, you know, basic staples. Um, a slight resurgence on, on Battlefield 3 um, on the hey. PlayStation since it came, since it came uh, out on PS Plus. Uh, we have some good games, haven't we, Clarky? We've been you've been oh, yeah. caning it, from what I can see. <laughs> no, I uh, have been enjoying this immensely. Uh, not quite as much as Petro enjoys it, though. Yeah, uh, he likes his killing. <laughs> he does. We, 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 it's quite good actually. We've met a few people um, crooked on the forum who um, had the had the sorry, Clarky, but he had the the dubious honour of spending a night with me in a hotel. Which uh, oh. sorry, but you know you weren't there, mate. What can I say? Um, uh, he, he's been playing it, but he places the Vespilio on um, Vespilio, something like that, on, on PlayStation Network, and, and then there's Petra. Obviously, he seems to be on it quite a lot. Um, so yes, that's that's. But I'm really, really enjoying that. It's it's really good to get back into Battlefield. It's one of those games where you suddenly think, why did I stop playing this game? Because it's so bloody good. Well, I, I can't believe I waited so long to get into it. And so, sorry to bring this up, Vams. Uh, given the amount of times you killed me the other night, that there was nothing as satisfying as uh, parachuting down on top of you and shooting you. Mm. Well, I'm glad you got the one kill. Anyway, that was nice. Well, there we go. Oh, congrats. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I just think that's, that's, that's still holds very firm as my, as my top shooter and still kind of almost justifies my most anticipated release of the next, next few months of, of being Battlefield 4. Um, and then for some, and I don't know why this is, it's because you were playing it on MGPX night. Um, I reinst- well, I was just I was just showing someone, who, yeah. uh, one of the consolers who was who who said um, he pre-ordered a PS4 just so he can play Diablo. But that's oh, not, uh, it's not coming out on PS4 really? until spring. Yeah, it's coming it's out. These console, it's these consolers. They don't. They, they can barely read. I mean, so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm I'm only joking. Uh, they're all cracking guys. It's just 
and I was chatting to did, him did anyway. Did you mention to him that it's coming out on PS3 in a few months? But not yeah, no, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Anyway, we, we are I'm here. About, I'm... We are talking about Diablo 3 for those who haven't clocked it yet. Um, it's, uh, I don't know why. I've just been been playing it a little bit since we got back. And it's just because you were playing it. And I remember I was looking at it thinking, actually, I remember I had quite a good And I still need to sort of finish. I want to finish the main story on that. So, Where um, are you in that? Oh, not very far. I think I'm level 20, 21 or something like that. So I'm not very far into what, what, Are you in the Act 2 yet? Act 3? Yeah, I mean, Act 2, I believe. I can't remember because it's one of those things I turned it on. And of, course, of course, I've completely forgotten the entire storyline to it. Uh, interestingly, I was looking at my friends list on it and it's kind of got, you know, so-and-so hasn't clocked on for 88 days. So-and-so hasn't clocked on for 94 days. So you can kind of tell when the, um, when, when the kind of... Re- when the um, the fad started and stopped, basically. So. Yeah, I, I think maybe I'm going to have a major resurgence if and when this... The no, I'm quite happy just plodding. Through. It's, I just find it quite a, almost a cathartic game. Just clicky, 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 clicky. Um, yeah, enjoying it much. So that's that's kind of my three. So, um, yeah. Cool. Excellent. So, um, Beastie, you weren't at MGPX, so... Um... Oh, which you keep uh, reminding me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to. Uh, what have you been playing? Um, it's been a. I mean, I've, I've, everyone's probably known I've been quite a, a big advocate of the Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, and I have been playing it a fair old whack over the last week, two and three, probably. Yeah, quite a few weeks now, and um, I'm still really enjoying it. It's um, they had the what they call. There's another patch update. They call them Impact 15. I don't know why they use the term pack. I've got no idea. Um, they kind of made some tweaks to it. And they are kind of changing things quite dramatically in each um, each patch that's come through so far. Um, when you think of, I guess because it's enclosed beta, they're, they're quite dramatic changes. So there's core um, kind of economic changes to what goes on. So stuff that would cost me a fortune like it's got one percent of the price now for example uh, really huge ch- shifts in the cost of a of a kind of a, a life force or gold mine or it, they've really kind of sh- changed it around but one thing i have done which has taken a bit of a um it's taken some mixed feedback and it's kind of an interesting subject is um they've changed it so you can speed up um production for everything which before is only a few things you could do it for but for everything by using real world money so your blings system mm-hmm. um so you, you spend money and the, the production of your castle heart or the summon and portal can be upgraded quickly so if you haven't got the money for it in game currency you can use real money to fast forward that production and it's kind of kicking off. I think Total Biscuit did a video actually um, last week, I think. And he went right off on one about this is pay to win and blah, blah, blah. And there's definitely a mixed, it really is kind of a mixed argument on the forums about it. It's been interesting reading it because it really isn't pay to win because uh, there's nothing to win by you making something quicker, if that makes sense. Um, it really is a it's a time versus um, money calculation it's just if you don't have time to grind up through the game to do dungeons for two or three hours a day to get enough gold to get the next upgrade so it's like an XP boost almost in the uh, games uh, in some ways it is because we were talking about this with was it Guild Wars we were talking about like the other week and about you know 
paying with your XP boost to be able to sort of level up faster. Well, actually, Warcraft, wasn't it? Because Warcraft got caught out because they yeah. found code. Um, and we were kind of arguing, debate, debating the fact about whether getting an XP boost for a certain amount of time, which is what they do in pretty much every other game I can think of. MMO. Sure. Is that a, a pay-to-win thing? I'm not sure it is. I don't think it is either. And I mean, there's definitely people saying that, oh, you can do this. But I think also the thing here is because the content is so... Um, so well structured you i mean there's no advantage for you getting up to the levels higher because to get to do the things that are challenging for your level and get good rewards for it they have to be a mutual level basis so you couldn't just get into level 30 and then farming level one dungeons it's, you're simply not going to get any loot from it because it's just that they've kind of made a calculations against that so i'm kind of struggling to see why it's such a big deal i mean I think some of the prices are ludicrously high because some of the the gold you need to farm is massive, like hundreds of thousands. This, this of like is still really in beta, isn't it? Isn't it? It is, yeah. Close so, so still. isn't this that just them sort of testing the waters and, and seeing? I think so. What the community will put up with and what it won't. I mean, it's an interesting timing because they've just had that thing as well about Planet Side Two um, going back on that. They had, they brought in some kind of uh, similar pay to win mechanic. And they've just renamed on that and, and kind of said, okay, yeah, well, we're going to pull that update and not release it because it was too much like pay to win for the community to bear. So it does seem that people, I think it's just people playing with the model and seeing what they can can't get away with. And, you know, they've got to make some money out of this. Um, and that's exactly, yeah. I, I don't hold it against them. I don't, you know, things I find pay to win are, are things like, um, Oh, there was that gun in, Goth- in Gotham City Imposters, which basically was like a lightning gun you actually had to pay money for, or whatever. But it was basically a rail gun. It just one shot, one kill, which completely unbalanced the game because anybody on the opposition who had that, you were just you were screwed. There was nothing you could really do about it. Whereas an XP boost or something like that in, a, in an MMO, you know, doesn't really affect me if someone's level thirty and I'm level twenty. It doesn't affect my play. So I, I'm kind of. Meh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. I, I do enjoy kind of hearing people's arguments for and against this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what to what to make of it. I'm going to keep a close eye on it because I think it's interesting. Do you want me yeah. to make a decision? Do you want me to make a ruling? Sure. Uh, it's not pay to win. If you're if you're paying if you're playing Battlefield and you're playing competitively competitively against someone else and you can buy the best weapon, that's pay to win. But yes, anything to do with avoiding grinding, absolutely not. Yeah, I completely That's, agree. Um, some people like the grinding element of games. For of me, course. not not for me. As what? Why why shouldn't I skip it? If I, want I ain't got the time for it. That's yeah. why. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else? Um, I have picked up. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. I have. A, I'm very interested to see what you make of this. I've heard uh, of Skyrim. Yeah, I'm not that. No, <laughs> for Skyrim, a mod called. Um, Falscar, which is getting quite a lot of press because it was a one-man expansion um, from this 19-year-old who wants to get hired by Bethesda. Um, So he tried to prove his worth, and he made a 25-hour expansion of content for Skyrim. Not just Um, content, it's a whole new landmass, isn't it, basically? Yeah, absolutely. New questing, voice acting, I think he's about... 20 different voice actors 50, in it 54, 54 yeah 54 new NPCs or something like that voiced by 20 something old voice actors or something ridiculous I read 
Yeah, I mean, it's quite impressive. We spent 2,000 hours building building it and kind of bug testing it and so forth. Um, and I kind of kicked off and um, it was... I mean, it's quite impressive. I mean, I, I'm only early days into it. So I kind of just test it out and get the, the mod working. It's pretty easy getting it set up and going. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's quite impressive how it's how, how one guy can go to such lengths. I mean, it's really kind of crazy. I mean, I was almost tempted to reinstall Skyrim to have a play on it just to see, you know, whether it was as good as, you know, because apparently you can, it doesn't make any difference to the gameplay or anything like that to kind of get in there and just go you have to go kind of down a dungeon don't you to to, to boot it up or whatever and then yeah i mean you kind of you go to riften and as soon as you walk in you see this old guy arguing with somebody and then it kicks off a, a quest chain and it's, it kind of goes from there really um but yeah no, it's, it's quite a interesting concept and I'm I'm gonna play it through just to see how how well one no, guy I, can do. I downloaded this earlier as well. It does look very interesting. Um, but yeah, but we shall see. Um, another thing, I had a quick bash on. Um, uh, well, I guess for me, it's not that surprising with Team Fortress Two. Um, but a few of us on the forum started played um, a hide and seek mode. So it's a a lot more hilarious. In fact, it was it was I had such fun and laughing at it so much i was getting told off by the girlfriend for making too much no- too much noise to uh, wake the neighbors um because basically you play um your red team and blue team standard and you kind of kick off at the same time but there's a 30 second gap and red team i think it is go out first but they're disguised as a prop around the environment it could be a bucket could be a fence could be a pile of grass um it could be anything and they basically have 30 seconds to find a place to disguise themselves in the environment and <laughs> <laughs> the other team after the after the 30 second kind of setup time run after them to try to find where they are and you have to try and attack various objects to work out what's going on but every time you attack you lose health so you can't just like go crazy with a flamethrower just burning everything so you've got to try and go, what looks right, what, what was there last time? So as you get, get kind of each round, you kind of get a bit wiser to what the maps look like. So you kind of go, hang on, that tyre wasn't there before, or something like that. And you, if you do get found, you can run away, um, because you, you travel at kind of scout speed. You're a lot faster than the, the pyro mm. that's chasing you. So you end up kind of running around, and, and you, it's amazing how you can hide yourself again quite quickly you hear people shouting going oh my god where are <laughs> how do you hide from me um it was it was just really good fun it was really silly and um it's oh i wouldn't i wouldn't play it every day this is kind of one-off experiences it's really worthwhile um so we should i think we should have a, i could see us having a good mgp hide and seek game actually before we should get in, into it i think we'll have a good laugh um mm. And one of the things, this is kind of interesting because I know the environment have been talking about this as for the guys that kind of listen to the show, we don't actually see each other apart from all the stuff's done through Skype, but we don't have webcam set up or anything. So we don't know if John's sitting there playing a video game. Probably, because he's gone very quiet. Yes, I think we've, um, we've lost yeah, John. We've, uh, we've, we've we're a man him. tango down. Um <laughs> 
but I picked up a Microsoft LifeCam um, Studio Edition, which is their kind of top of the range, kind of 1080p capable um, webcam. Mm. I mean, I think I just it was more a case of wanted to have the option there. Should we want to? I mean, I think they're quite expensive. I think about hundred pounds normally, but I just picked one up on Amazon for about fifty-five, I think, or mm. something like that. Um, I haven't really had a chance to use it apart from kind of setup. Um, but maybe that's kind of where the future might be able to actually see what each other's faces are, are what faces we're pulling at each other and so forth. Oh, I mean, um, I have to start wearing clothes when I do the bloody podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Always very nice. Um, and lastly, on a kind of uh, more um, is this going to get is this going to get filthy? I don't oh, think so. Um, well, a few, I don't know if I mentioned the show a few a month or so ago, I went to a old fashioned barber's oh, to have a kind of proper wet shave. Yeah. Um, and it was great. I thought this is brilliant. This is, this is the manly way to, to do things. And, um, after procrastinating and I kind of didn't know what I was going to get and what I just wanted to try, um, I picked up a proper, um, Razor, so the kind of the the the, the tw- this kind of single blade, um, old-fashioned razors that you kind of use with a brush and so forth. And I have to say, it's it's I don't know why we moved from them to crappy, uh, multi-blade kind I, of I think face mashers. I think because you keep nicking your scrotum on it, that's probably why. And safety razors <laughs> is the way to go. Um, <laughs> I just said, I've oh. I've, I think it's fantastic. I think it's a really great, really great um, kind of old-fashioned manly thing to do. No, no, thanks. Yeah. But so is dragging a woman back to your cave by the hair. I mean, that doesn't make it oh, you know, Jesus. necessarily the way to go. I don't. What you, you, you talk about? Basically, one of the, the switchblade type razors. Are you? Is it something like that? No, no, no. I'm talking about a, um, you know, the kind of the double blade, double-sided safety razor, or the double-sided blade which you kind of put in the top of an old-fashioned looking razor um, head, not a not an actual switchblade razor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, how do you test the results of it? Do you do if you try doing one by um, one side by normal razor and one side by gentleman's to see the difference of finish, or have you just um, gone with it? And I think if it's been using it, I mean, is, I shave enough times to realise what our uh, modern razors like, and it's just it's the ease of use, I guess. It's just very, very smooth, very clean, um, and you have almost gives you no um, you get no skin reaction from it at all because it doesn't pull on the hairs. It's just completely. What the fuck are you lot talking about? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> What are you talking about? Talking You're actually talking about male about hygiene. Male hygiene. Razor, razor blade. Yeah. Keeping it sweet for the missus, you know, that kind of thing. Is this a wind-up? No, no, so you don't shave her thighs. <laughs> I'm pulling her face. <laughs> That's going to help. All right, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to just listen to this tomorrow and, and try and understand it, but it just sounded weird coming in at the last minute that you that was, were talking about. That's good. Um, but anyway, as I'm done, you can go yeah. back to Clarky. No, no, I've considered buying a, uh, a gentleman's razor before. 
It just sounds filthy. It's like the gentleman's it sounds like a strip club or something. Can I uh, can I just interject here, with, uh, <laughs> just on the subject of the uh, the royal baby? Uh, oh. Oh, Gorgel once just tweeted something that has uh, tickled me greatly. Will there be a balcony reveal of the royal baby, and will Harry try to dangle it over the edge? You know, <laughs> <to Michael Jackson? laughs> yeah, you got to feel a bit sorry for Harry, haven't you? Because um, all of a sudden he's just been bumped just down. The oh, order. sorry. No. Yeah. Um, but then on the other hand, he has got a life of absolute privilege and um, never want for anything. But uh, you know, so you know, you win some, you lose some. You, 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 you just keep booking for that RBE, John. No, I mean, you, you've got to admit that this, I don't know why we're talking about that, but this, the gener- this generation of young royals, I mean, they've done their bit. Harry's been out there doing his service. He's, um, he's an elite helicopter pilot, something I aspire to be myself one day. <laughs> um, once I get hold of um, a joystick. Clarky, don't get excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was expecting more of a joke there. Fucking a laugh. So were we, there, mate. So were we. Get on with it. Clarky. What I've been playing. I finally picked up The Last of Us because I got just sick to death of waiting for Vamsy to finish it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you'll be waiting forever. He was supposed to be bringing me a joystick. Uh, we've come full circle on that one. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't fucking bother. No. Nah, I didn't bother. So. Am I going to have to go? Am I going to have to go and buy a joystick? And what are these things called? Hot ass, H O T A S, or something. Hot. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Hot ass. Hot. <laughs> no, they, they are. It's like a. Hot ass. The name for the. H O T A S. Yeah. What does that stand for? Um, <sighs> hot as fuck. Right. I never thought I'd say this, but will you pervert shut up and let me talk now? Yep. Sure. Uh, go on. <laughs> no, I finally picked up The Last of Us. Um, it's as good as everyone said it was. Uh, I totally agree with you, Vamsi. The uh, opening 20 minutes were a very cheap emotional shot at the uh, at the player. But, uh, mm-hmm. I'm amazed how many people came out and said that was a really brilliant beginning because I just it just struck me as completely. It, it, I mean, without spoilers, I think it was pretty obvious what was going to happen just from uh, anybody who is slightly aware of what this game's about. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm greatly enjoying this. I mean, no, nobody's mentioned any niggles with it, and I did find ugh, you can hardly call it a niggle. There's not much surprise in the combat. You kind of walk into an area, and you'll be in a huge open yard that has bricks and things for you to hide behind, and you'll think, "Yeah, I'm going to get attacked by people here, aren't I?" Or you'll be in a short, enclosed, misty place, and you'll think, "Yeah." I'm going to get attacked by the infected here. But... Well, absolutely, and and also, I didn't know. I haven't seen anyone know, uh, mention this before. Um, anywhere you see a bit of yellow paint, just like in uh, yeah, exactly Uncharted, Uncharted, that's a ledge. Yeah, yeah, that's where you need to go. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do like the uh, the fact that the the enemy AI doesn't seem to be uh, in any way aware of the fact that you have a travelling companion as it seems to completely disregard that person even when it walks right by them. Ah, just like um, Bioshock Infinite then. Mm. Yeah, it's... But, I mean, the the whole cover stealth mechanic in it, I found to be quite a very good example of. Um, I usually get hugely... <laughs> Rearrange those words into a sentence. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
No, but <laughs> I used to get I, I used to get frustrated with games like Metal Gear, and I mean this game has such a, you know like it has the whole cover and distract thing uh, there, and yeah, it, it it works really well. Throw a bottle, distract the enemy, get the hell out of there, and yeah. Uh, yeah I, think, I think like we said before that the gameplay of it is. Uh, uh, generic's the wrong word, but it's all been done before. There's no surprises in the gameplay, but the story is strong enough to pull you through without noticing that the gameplay. You, know, you kind of have to dissect it to think, oh, actually, I'm sure I've done this before. I mean, I know the same, John, when the very first bits when you sort of notice that there's yellow everywhere, you think, oh yeah, okay, I know where this is going. You know, the mechanics are fairly the same, but it's it's the the way they pull the story around, and they keep that level of tension for so far the entire game through it. There's there's always that constant level of tension, and some of the again a, a bit like Bioshock Infinite, the vignettes you come across where it's you know you walk into a room and it kind of tells its own story without having to do anything. Yeah. Or, you know, um, yeah, just to re- I just need to I need to get back in that headspace where I can play it again. To be honest, it's um, I'm glad you picked it up because I think like I say I think it's one of those ones where I'm quite happy to sit down and take. It's like reading a book. You would kind of want to take your time with it, and you know, well, I, I, I didn't want to be the last of us to play it. Oh, dear God. oh boom, I, just, boom. I, have to, I have to say, Clarky, um, I'm quite uh, from the descriptions I've had of it. Even though it's been getting quite, quite high praise, nothing you said tempted me in the slightest <laughs> um, <laughs> to play this game. I don't feel I'm missing anything at all. Um, it depends what you Cog- want, though, Beastie. I mean, if you it's I, a very I, I, console, I want, it's, a, it's a console adventure. It's a good game. It's a good game. Just because we're saying things that are kind of like you know, it's a bit like Bioshock Infinite. We 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 pointed out flaws in it, and we've said that the initial high praise for it, where everyone was giving it tens, 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 actually in retrospect, looking back, it may not have been worthy of a ten. Doesn't mean it's still not a good game. No, they, they, these are very minor, minor niggles. Um, they really don't detract from the uh, the overall enjoyment of the game. Mm-hmm. I do like the. Uh, I do like the whole uh, thing where you have to uh, make your own med packs and shivs and things, but the, sort of the game doesn't pause. You have to find a point where it's safe to do so. You know, sit, kneel down, get your backpack out, and uh, craft away, which uh, which I think is uh, quite quite a nice little feature. Mm. But uh, yeah, enough for that. Because I mean, Vams has practically covered this uh, game that he's yet to finish to death, really. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've been playing a little bit more FTL. Again, not much to say on that. Um, I'm just absolutely flabbergasted how I can have seven crew members, a ship that's armed to the teeth. You turn up into a, warp into an area of space that seems to have a very uh, shitty-looking enemy craft who then beam their entire crew over and slaughter me. Yeah. So uh, oh, hopefully I will, uh, I will finish this game at least once eventually, but it, it keeps drawing me back. It's definitely getting a bit of a resurgence. I mean, I think the Steam Cell... Which is probably one of the benefits of the Steam sale is kind of some of these games are getting a bit of time again, and obviously a lot of people kind of are going on my uh, friends list. I can see FTL popping up almost all day long from one person over playing it, so it's really great. Yeah, and ha- hiding my crew in a certain room and uh, letting all the air out of the ship never gets old either. <laughs> uh, and also, as we've already covered Battlefield Three, which I am enjoying immensely, and can't believe I've waited so long to fall in love with it. And uh, I'll play this with anybody. I've got it on PS3 and PC. Hey, and that's about me, really. <laughs> Brilliant. 
Uh, uh, hold on, hold on a minute. You say brilliant, John. Do you want to uh, go on to what you've been playing this week? Uh, yes, nothing <laughs> of note. Um, <laughs> just Daisy Origins, which I'm still struggling with. Um, uh, nothing new. I don't know. Just been whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to having a quick go at. Um, what game did I win, Vimesy? I don't know. Well, what, what, there were 15 copies of them. Uh, Spec Ops The Line. Spec Ops, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I won that on the PS3 in the raffle. And also, I've won, I think I believe I won Thomas Was Alone, but um, I don't expect to see Hide Nor Hair of that anytime soon, what with it being a code that I need to be given by Steve and Kev. So, um, Good luck I with still that. Haven't, I, haven't, I haven't played any of the games, really, that I was supposed to be playing on the, that I bought on the Steam sales. So, um normal service resumes i guess um let's uh let's move on from that that's sorry um that sorry episode um i've been told to leave the next big thing presumably because no one's uh done it oh, i did obviously all right but uh embarrassing embarrassingly no one else did yeah that but... was why i wrote there in big letters leave it so we could just ignore yeah. it this week come back to it next week like we said in the pre-show record you know not to talk about it at all so that no one knew that we'd been completely useless so we could come across with some level of professionalism oh, that's long since gone i mean i would have done it but bc i was i was so busy turning up to mgpx you mm-hmm. see oh, and uh-huh. um uh-huh. everything that everything that that entailed um okay let's look at some releases um runescape 3 on the 22nd of july that's today it is i don't know anything about that is that worth talking about it's runescape isn't it it's a i don't know what that means you've never heard of runescape before i've heard of runescape but i don't know what it is (laughs) it's it's a uh free-to-play mmo and it's been around a very very long time and right Okay. Its success is mainly down to it being one of the first free-to-play MMOs, rather than being actually um, awesome. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. Twenty-fifth of July, Shadowline returns. Why? Shadow Run. Oh, Shadow Run. Okay. Oh, bit of an obsession there, John. <laughs> <laughs> Shadowline's back. You were supposed. Is that what John likes them also? Brilliant. This is um, amazing. I thought it was a funny joke involving one of our, you know, referencing one of our, um, but it wasn't. I, I should have known better. It was never going to be funny. Whatever. Shadowrun returns. <sighs> what the fuck is Shadowrun and why is it returning? Um, well, Shadowrun was a um, Xbox PC crossover game. It was one of the first games that you could play together. Do you remember from a few years ago? I really like um, this game. Um, I am not too sure how the returns has varied in any way from the original, but that's um, that's what it is, and it's out on the 25th. Mm. Meh. I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's summertime. Nothing comes out until end of August or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's that then. We're having a break, aren't we? Yeah. God, it's hot, isn't it? Fucking hell, it's it hot. It is hot. Welcome back. Um, I have looked at what hot ass or hotus means, and uh, <laughs> hot as fuck. 
It's no less comedy. Uh, hands on throttle and stick. It stands for. <laughs> so um, I want to go and buy. I want to buy. I want you to give me a hands on throttle and stick, please, Ramsey. If you can find it. I've got two um, of them. <laughs> and is it USB? Right. Okay. So that's what. Uh, yeah. So I need, still need to do that, else I'm gonna have wasted buying a couple of flight simulators but um as mentioned at the top of the show uh, we're talking projects now by the way uh very briefly because beastie doesn't want us to waste too much time on them because he's feeling hot uh, <laughs> my xbox steering wheel died at uh, mgpx and uh i've had some use out of it and it's got to be five years or old or so and frankly it's been in a shed for the last year or so not really doing anything so i can't blame it for giving up on me to be honest um so i have a conundrum and the conundrum is i also have a g25 uh logitech g25 but that's ps3 and pc only so my conundrum is do i go pc only and maybe ps3 for my um driving simulators that i don't actually play but i feel as though i should have that capability (laughs) where but my preferred driving simulator is forza um but the g25 doesn't work with the xbox so what do i do so i've been looking around and uh, there is something called the xmc f1 which is a which allows you to use the g25 in forza and on the xbox it mimics it, it kind of mimics the controller but the trouble is it doesn't do force feedback properly that's pointless then. So, I don't know. So, do I go and buy a Xbox, PC, and PS3 steering wheel combination that's, you know, an all-in-one solution? Because they do exist. Fanatec could do them, but they're pretty damn expensive. Or do I make do with my G25 and one of these um, kind of interface things? Or do I hold off and see what the Xbox One brings out? Because none of the hardware is going to be backwards compatible and... Yeah. It's it's, I, it's a bit of a tough one. I would uh, maybe, say it's a really I, bad time to do that, John. Myself, that yeah. like, I mean, I, I, maybe a year ago, perhaps, but now, I mean, this seems like the worst time because, as you mentioned, you don't ever play old games again, and in six months' time, you won't give a damn if you're playing whatever variant they have coming out, and you won't ever put the use that that control control stick again. So I think it's probably a waste of time, mate, unless you just yeah. get it for PC. I think you're absolutely right. I think, I, I think uh, if I do have a re, if I have a resurgence of wanting to play a, a car driving game, I, I'll just get the G25 on and um, play Gran Turismo or R R Factor or something. Um, so well, that's probably that's your best bet. I mean, it depends how how much you're going to sell the G25 for because it's really cheap. Then I'd suggest going selling that to me and then giving going out and buying yourself a Fanatec. <laughs> I don't know. The Fanatec solution, unfortunately, runs in about 250 quid just for the wheel and then for the kick-up. Um, but, I mean, it's good. It's a 911 steering wheel and it's supposed to be much better quality than the G25 yeah. and whatever, and bigger and more realistic feeling. Um, well, I'll do you a favour and give you 50 quid for the other one and you can just go and put that towards your 250 pound. I don't know if it is worth fifty quid. No, right, twenty-five done. No, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't. I think I'm gonna hold. On. I think I'm gonna hold on. I think. I think Beastie's right. It's. It's the whole Beastie. thing about the problem is with with the new consoles is an Xbox being an ass about it 
they're having you know their new proprietary inputs and whatever else it's you know it's like i was thinking about you know headsets and things like this and anything like that don't know yet what they're gonna yeah. what's gonna be available and what isn't the thing i've quite liked about the ps3 is um the fact that it does use usb connection so ps3 usb capability means you can get pc stuff and the ps3 stuff that you can kind of interchange with things um yeah. and, and that's that's been that's been a real bonus i'm hoping and again i don't know what the ps3 does with that i, I don't know if they're going down the same thing as the xbox and having their own proprietary stuff i don't think they've mentioned it yet so we could be in a situation no. where in five months time isn't, we're all having to change our fucking isn't Forza five a launch title is it? I don't, I don't know, mate. No. I think it's. I think it might be, but they need. They, they need to come up with a solution because um, surely there's. Pl- but Microsoft. They can't. They can't launch wheel. it with a no, no. With, without well, a steering wheel. Why solution the hell not? And they not haven't. Had, they, have, they haven't got a steering wheel solution. Microsoft. No, they don't. No, because they haven't had that release, John, for ages. They discontinued that three or four years ago. Um, also, John, they might just go, hang, this, you can use the new Kinect sensor to be your steering wheel, hold your hands oh, in front of you. Oh, fuck that. No, yeah. And that, <laughs> you could oh, leave. That that you could stand up in the air. Yeah. I could oh, easily no, do that. And if you want to break, no. you have to lean back. And if you want to go forward, you can go left and right. Oh, it'd be fantastic. I could see you doing it, John, now. It'd be like Kinect Sports, but Forza. be brilliant. But they've not bothered, like I say, they've not bothered with a wheel for Forza for fucking ages. The, the wheel you're talking about, they discontinued that years ago. Because I remember I, wa- I wanted one, and can, you can't get hold of them. If you sold them on eBay, they were going for more, you know, almost twice as much as, as they used to sell for new, because you just couldn't get hold of them anymore. Um, the nearest thing they got was they did that, um, I can't remember what they called it now, it was, it was basically a just you, there was there was no base it was just a, a thing you held a motion sensor wheel or whatever like the wii u wheel almost and they did that for forza that came out with forza 4 um i've got one what if the you fuck want one's that that's ridiculous isn't it? i've got one really it works no it doesn't it does work there's Seriously. no force feedback there's no 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 no, no it doesn't give you force feedback or anything but you can you can use it to sort of steer and give you that analog sensation that's not steering. fucking steering is it i'm not saying it is controller. i'm just saying that that's that's the only option you've got currently with xbox as as a as a first party provider that's the only thing they give you no i don't know the fanatec are official that's not a first party i know uh, they're officially licensed yeah but it's not a first party so that's that's all i'm saying is that microsoft haven't given you a wheel for ages, and I know they're talking about teaming up with Turtle Beach and things to get their range of headsets out, but I haven't heard anything about peripherals such as steering wheels and whatever else. I mean, they must go down the line somewhere, but yeah, they they really really need to sort that out. Ooh. <laughs> right, all right, moving on. I'm done. <laughs> You're so done. Um, the only thing I've got on there is. Um, what I call the triple screen conundrum. You, uh, last week we were talking, and I was thinking about my my man cave, and um, I've been giving it some more thought this week. And I think I showed you, John, uh, MGPS Your man bits. My my man bits. Yes, nice. The main the main <laughs> the main event. Um, I, I've been looking, and I've been kind of toying with the idea. Well, you've never impressed. Um, Basically, there's, there's a company called Ubuntu, um, U-B-U-T-T-O, who makes something 
uh, which can basically, it's like a steering, like a, like a, a sim racing rig, but it can also be adapted to be a, a flight rig, or it can also just be used as a workstation. So basically it's kind of like a, a racing car seat raised up slightly with a workstation. So you've got your, your keyboard sweeping tray with a mouse tray and whatever else, and then a kind of shelf for, for work stuff. And then you have your big screen monitor right up in front of you. So it's kind of, it's kind of like that, but it's just beautiful. It's a lovely piece of kit. Um, but it also comes with like a triple screen monitor. So you don't have to have basically, it's not just dedicated to being a sim racer rig or anything like that. It can be used for just anything. So, you know, any game you want, um, but it's just more comfortable than possibly sitting at a desk office chair. Um, but then I just, I just got thinking this, I thought, well, actually the best, the first thing I need to decide on is, is what I want to do as far as visuals go. Cause at the moment I've just got, I either stay up here in the lounge where I've got this 37 inch TV, which is great. And I can sit about, a meter and a half, two meters away from that. But again, the resolution is not great enough to make use of it. Or I'm going to move back down into my man cave, and I've, there I've got my 22-inch monitor. And I thought, well, the thing to do is go triple. So <laughs> instead of having the one monitor, have have three monitors and go for the full surround sort of peripheral vision job. And then that obviously raises all sorts of questions, which is, okay, if you go for the triple monitor thing, A, which monitors do you get? B, do I then need to start thinking about getting more than one graphics card into the rig, which means then do I need to get a new, it's a whole new upgrade path you're going down there. Or do I just wait till the Oculus Rift comes? Which is exactly, <laughs> which is exactly what I was about to say. Well, the, yeah, and that's, that's kind of the, the conundrum for me at the moment is, do I just wait and not do anything and stick with my little 22-inch monitor? Do I've I? Got, no, I've got, I know what you. I know what you do. I know what you do. I know what you do. Okay, you buy my 720p projector. Oh me. for God's sake! I haven't got. <laughs> I haven't got very little money. You get the full impact of a massive screen in front of you. You, you saw it with the car. Seat I did. In front it was, of you. That's it was, a great. That's a great. There's a great environment. It's a great to play ship, game. but I haven't got that distance. I haven't got the, the distance to be able to throw the screen to make it that worthwhile. Where that mod, you, where well, that, you saw how close the projector was I to the screen. I did see how close, and I have. Well, you haven't that got that distance. much room. No, the room it's going to go into is a very narrow room, and it won't have that amount of of, of distance between where the monitor would, where the projector could sit, and where the um, where the actual wall would be, if you like. I mean, I don't get a big screen. You don't need a screen as big as the one that I had. No, I mean, I, I, I talk about it. So, so those are the kind of the options, is either I go, I'm, I'm less keen on a projector than I am a triple screen setup. Um, I, I think the Oculus Rift is one of those things that, to be honest, is going to be in addition to having a monitor because lots of things won't work on it straight away. So I don't think you're ever going to be able to go without a monitor. And also, I'm not sure no one's yet set a release date for it. So I guess I'm looking at what, are, you know, if I go down, do I go down the triple? Do I stick with a single for the time being? And if I go down a triple, how much is it going to cost me? And are we talking a full upgrade to rig or what? No, Vimesy, um, stop fucking about, right? There we go. Don't stop fucking about and just buy what I'm just post giving you a link to. Oh, for God's sake! And it's safe for it's safe. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! It's just, it's, this government are going to come down on me like a ton of bricks. I want one. Oh, how much is that? Many, many, many thousand. The swordfish. The 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 three twenty four inch Dell Ultra Sharps is a grand on its own. 
Mm, I don't like the black. Can you get it in a different colour? Is that actually a PC <laughs> built into a desk? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, that looks me, ugly as fuck. That's all I'm saying. I think that looks the, hideous. Go on, Beastie. Give me, give me some sensible answers. It's a triple one setup. Is a not only is it is an expensive outlay. It's expensive maintaining that kind of setup um, because as the Battlefield fours of this world come out, all of a sudden that graphics card you've got, even if it was managing under before. It simply won't manage as in the kind of it, it will tire so much quicker. I mean, running. I mean, how many, what kind of displays are you looking at? Twenty-three inch, ten eighty p. Too small. Too small. I was thinking twenty-seven inch, twenty-six right. inch. Right. What? What resolution? Ten eighty p. Minimum. Shut up! It's not. I know it's not Do your you money. Do you want three D? Do you want? 3D? No, I don't want three D. Okay, well, you can get reasonably priced 27-inch IPS panels. Yeah, Absilus was, Absilus was showing me some, some uh, IPS um, monitors that looked okay the other day, and they were about 200 quid each. And so you'd be talking yeah. 600 pounds for a surround monitor setup. But then, of course, you've got to tie into things like... All I'm saying is ballpark it. While I'm mulling these things over, I'm trying to set up in my head what kind of thing I'm going to go for so that when I'm actually down there and looking at my, my pit, I can kind of go, right... That's what I've decided on before I start working on the what Pacifics I'm after. That's that's what I'm trying to get to. I would say you probably have to put easily a thousand pounds aside to do what you want to do, probably. Because mm. looking for the the monitor setups you want, that's, that's presuming you've got a desk space big enough for oh, it. Yeah, yeah, desk space. Um, and then probably a, a bit of a chunk of even upgrade to your graphics card to better run those three monitors. I mean, I'm I haven't. I'm trying to think. I think my my GPU's got a three outputs. Um, I haven't have tried to. I think triple monitor setups are a little bit more um, tricky than standard dual ones. Mm. But um, you could do it. But again, it's as it's, it's the maintenance of it. It's as things get a bit more powerful, you'll have to look at well, do I upgrade the graphics card? Can is that still going to work? Is my is my case suitable enough? Do I need to go down a dual card route in a year's time? Then of course. Once you've got three monitors, you're kind of stuck with those match three monitors. You, I mean, if one goes wrong or, or a new technology advancement comes along, you're kind of stuck with three monitors, mm. which you have to upgrade all three at once or just get rid of them completely. So in that but, case, I'm um, guessing one bigger, better monitor would be the way to go. I would say so. Like a projector like, monitor. Oh. <laughs> he, said, he said better, um, John, better as well. He didn't say just bigger. Um. I, I think it's... Well, Should I just step back and let you two have a little fight? Um, I think... I think you, you have to really have a good think about it, mate, because see what we want to be playing, where you want to be, and how much money you want to invest, and will you keep money in that investment mm. all through? Um, see, this is the problem, uh, see, because you can throw ideas at me all day long. We'll just sit there and go, mull, 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 mull. And then by the time I've made a decision, something else has come along. It's like, oh. Exactly. I had made my mind up for this, but now I've seen this. And it's going to be, uh, okay, I shall give it some more thought. Come on, on we go. <laughs> it's quite amusing considering uh, John was talking about getting get, go really quickly through this, this, this episode. And <laughs> it's been the most procrastinated episode I've ever known. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at curved projector Jesus so Christ John you're just ridiculous <laughs> stop posting links to your personal shopper account this is 
I'm not spending 18 grand on a curved fucking projector. 180 in. degree screen. That's uh, right. John, right. Books, yeah, you, films, you comics, etc. I haven't done anything. Okay. Beastie, you've watched some stuff, haven't you? I've watched some stuff. Um, Talk about I, it while I eat Toblerone. Excellent. Um, I um, started watching, quite late to the party really, uh, the BBC TV show Luther with um, Harker, oh, his, his, his name is now. Thank you very much. Have you seen this, Clarky? Uh, I've watched a few episodes of it. He's, what, what a hard man. <laughs> it's Oh, I'm, shit, I shouldn't have said that, should I? You're supposed oh, to be very violent. It, Can you guys hear violent. me? Yes. Because I think you're going to lose me. Hooray. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, man. The, we, have, we, have, we have lost him. Um, so I'm, I never watched it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think much of it or anything. And just by chance, we happened to watch the first episode of the third season, which is completely out of sorts for how normally do things. I thought I should really quite like this. Then I found that it was on um, Netflix, and I just we just went through them first, first and second season. Me and the girlfriend really enjoyed it. It's utterly unbelievable, almost all the way through but it? I thought it's it was supposed really, to be a gritty real life <laughs> it's it's gritty but some of the things that go in the story just like it's not really going to watch films sometimes and you're going well, why'd you do that why didn't you do the other uh, it's completely like that where everything you think is well why have you done if you just said to that one person this is happening to me all these problems would go away all of them um this is a bit like that, but it's, oh, it's such a great watch. It's really got some great characters. One of the one of the villains in it, who's kind of tends to be kind of somewhat of a hero, um, is just. I think she's just so, so well done. This kind of character called Alex. No, sorry, Alice. Um, I, I can't recommend it enough. Actually, got, someone's got Netflix. I just guess you just kind of churn through it because it's really good content. I, um, I have to say one of my favourite bits in that show is the uh, is, is it that, that arsonist guy who uh, he ends up trapped on the back of a cargo container or something with him on the back of a lorry and yep. the, the whole sniper team's on him and it, it, it's like have you got anything you want to say and he kind of tells us uh, inadvertently tells the sniper team which which letters on the advertisement on the side of this thing the uh, the guy stood behind the shooting I thought it was brilliant. Well, it's quite interesting actually because he wasn't actually an arsonist. Um, he was actually quite, quite amusing. Was he was a twin brother, and they were um, tabletop role players, and they were basically rolling dice to decide um, how to kill people and rack up points. Oh, fair enough. It was a long time. Um, as I said, um, quite unbelievable <laughs> at certain points, but it's still hilarious. Um, and I've also started. So it sounds a bit similar to Ultimate Force because that was purely unbelievable bollocks, but still worth. I, 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 I'm not saying it's bollocks at all. It's not. It's just got some very kind of silly things in it that you're like, wow, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been watching the new series of Dexter, which I'm a few episodes into. I mean, again, unbelievable uh, how you can have what six, seven seasons of a. Um, psychopath murderer working for the police force and <laughs> getting away with murder literally um it, it's still 
still still crazy, but it is still really good fun. And I'm kind of it's the last series, and I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens. I'm assuming he's going to get. I ran shot out of steam halfway through series two. I just couldn't be bothered with it anymore. Oh, I, I love Dexter. Mm. My wife likes it, and she she she's got all the box sets and stuff like that. But I just I won't watch them after about series two. I think his wife annoyed the crap out of me, so I just didn't bother. I'll keep watching. No, <laughs> I'm I won't. Smile. I ain't got time. I'd rather play The Last of Us. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Go on, Clarky. I, well, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, and I'll just briefly touch on it. I watched Indie Game, the movie, uh, which is very, very informative. It's just I did find one or two of the uh, indie developers on there kind of rubbed me up the wrong way. Well, you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. What was it that rubbed you up the wrong way, exactly? I don't know. I've just found them very... One of them in particular, very sarcastic and cynical. Mr. Fish, is it? Uh, the Fez guy. Yeah, Phil Fish. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a stand-up bloke, but I don't know. It just, it just kind of wound me up the wrong way. But it was a, it was a very good uh, film. I'd be more than interested to see a sequel, because didn't they get something like uh, 800 hours worth of footage? I believe they're doing a sequel, aren't they? I'm sure oh. I heard something recently in the notes. I'm sure they're doing like an indie movie too. Oh, but say, well, it was. It was, uh, it was a very good, uh, very good little film, and uh, I'm glad I watched that. Uh, I did inadvertently. One of the kids was watching this with, or a couple of the kids were watching this with me, which I wish I hadn't had done, as uh, some of the content and it was a little bit questionable. And uh, my uh, my eldest son chirped up and said, uh, "These people are really ugly." Uh, to which my daughter replied, "But they're geeks. Geeks make video games, and geeks are ugly." <laughs> which I thought was a nice little touch. There's a reason this is a podcast and not a TV show. Let's just say Absolutely. that. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it, it's a good watch. Um, everybody pick it up. I think that's on Netflix at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. There we go. What better excuse? I don't know. Is John back with us? I am back with you. Hooray! I'm excited to hear what you've been watching, John. Uh, I can't remember. World's well, End? End. You can talk oh, yeah, about the, the first one. Well, yeah. uh, I, sorry, I haven't got the team in front of me. Uh, yeah, World's End. Uh, went, to saw that last se- went to see that last night. Anyone else seen it? No. Oh, yeah. We are, I trust we're all familiar with the works of Simon Pegg and... Uh, Absolutely. Shaun of the of Dead course. and Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. And this was allegedly the third one in that trilogy. Mm-hmm. Cornetto trilogy. Mm-hmm. A very loose trilogy, but... Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's, I don't know, it was a bit weird. Didn't quite have the same kind of pizzazz as uh, the other ones did, and it quickly descended into oddness. I actually quite liked the first half of the film before the kind of craziness happened. It was kind of like, um, what's that Tarantino film? Dust till dawn, mm-hmm. where it's all quite. It seems kind of it's one thing, and then it goes completely bonkers. Ah, oh, but uh, from dust till dawn is still amazing. I mean, I, I like both halves of both halves of the film. I mean, first I watched it, I had no idea, but if you're saying World's End doesn't quite have the same impact. Um, yeah, I actually, I don't know. I, I there's not a lot to say. It, it just go and watch it. It's worth definitely worth watching. It's, it's got zombies. Because gen- all I no, know no. about it is it's. 
basically, I, I, I said to the missus, do you want to go see a film? She said, oh, I don't know. And I said, well, I want to go see World's Edge. She goes, well, has it got zombies in it? I couldn't remember. She won't go watch anything. No, it doesn't, it, doesn't have zomb- it doesn't have zombies in it. And uh, I guess the main plot point is uh, freely, freely spoken about in the trailer is that these guys go home to mm-hmm. their hometown and bang, find onto a pub call, crawl yeah. and find that uh, the town's been taken over by robots. Okay. A lot of zombies, <laughs> that's fine. Okay, so it's, it's, it's kind of a bit weird. It's not Shaun of the Dead, and it's not Hot Fuzz. It's something very different, and uh, Simon Pegg plays a very different character, um, as does... Um, Nick oh, Frost. Frost. I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't, Nick Mike, Frost. I'll yeah, call Nick him. Frost. There's plenty of characters reappearing from um, Space, uh, including Marsha, um, Brian, <laughs> and most excitingly, Tyres makes an appearance. Hey. So uh, that's, uh, that's good news. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's definitely good. It's definitely worth watching. I so, must rewatch uh, Spaced. I love that. Go and check that there. There's some definite laugh out loud moments. So um, Cool. Because I was laughing out loud, me, me and this one guy about a few 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 rows behind me with the angles laughing at something particularly <laughs> childish. That's pretty funny. Um, and uh, other than the usual bullshit of Big Brother and all that, um, I've been binging on the Office and uh, extras, and uh, reaffirmed everything that I knew that Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant are absolute geniuses and I won't have a bad word said against them and uh, I find every th- what they've done with those two shows especially very inspirational and makes me want to write comedy and stuff like that which of course will fail miserably um, but um, I might have a crack at doing a script which may sound like complete bollocks and I probably won't do it but um I reckon I've got enough of an idea to to do a pilot and uh, or I'll do a do, pilot. You do realise, anyway. um, you do realise, John, that to do that you have to stop playing kind of Daisy. No, absolutely, yeah. Daisy. But <laughs> what, what if my what if my idea involved Daisy? Well, um, I, I, I'm more than happy to do the uh, the game of the film. What with the RPG maker Ace. <laughs> Good God. Have you done anything sure with that, that Clarky? Have you done anything with that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was 17 quid well spent. <laughs> See, this anyway, is, I told you like not to follow me. Would yeah. anyone like to discuss whether the office and the extras are probably two of the top five British no, comedy? Because, no, John, John, really. no, because you know I hate the office and you have this conversation every single time. Why do you hate the office? It. It's just not mm. funny. It's just it not is funny. funny. It's hilarious. Oh. It's funny oh. and touching and not that kind no. of touching, Clarky. Uh, I, I haven't seen extras, so I can't really comment because I didn't like The Office, so I didn't bother. Um, no, I you'd think, probably like extras if you didn't like The Offices. I'm not disputing that, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> There's no you point. should do because it's genius. It's absolute genius. Mm. <laughs> it, it, it really is beastie. So, uh, so much Modern Family instead. Uh, modern family, yeah, it's a bit too American, really. Isn't it? Whatever. Well, that was a brilliant section. Thanks very much for your input, guys. Uh, let's move on to the news. <laughs> it's not. It's not our fault. You cut it out. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I'm getting really hot. Can we just skim through this? This is really getting on my tits now. Oh God. Well, the you news. Bamsy, this is yours. It's yeah, it's all mine. So I hope you've all read it. Um, yeah, yeah, I have. 
the, the, the headliner is obviously the, the blasphemic news that Firefly is to continue, but unfortunately not in any way that anybody wants. Um, basically, there's been an announcement that next year there will be a Firefly official video game um, called Firefly Online. But no, it's not the Firefly Online that everybody hoped for in the sense of a large kind of Eve-esque Twitch shootery sort of MMO type thing that I really Is it going to be like dreamt. Defiance? Worse, it's an iOS game. <laughs> yeah, and straight away, all my hopes just fell and shattered into dust. And then while they were shattered into dust on the floor, they mentioned there was absolutely no involvement from Joss Whedon. So they might as well piss on the dust as well. So thank you very, very much for that one. You sons <laughs> of bitches, I hate you all. I hope you'll spawn dying pain. Yeah, but, yeah, but hang on, fine. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, only thing <laughs> I say is that I mean, this is not stopping him doing anything else. I mean, it just means you just ignore this. I mean, it's not like it's it's either or. It's besmirching it the good name. Uh, and it's not and, that, it's and, that good a name. The, do you know the fuckers who brought it back? Fox. Fox, the people who killed it in the first place. People who stamped on its remnants. The people who screwed its dreams into the ground and then shat on them have decided to bring us back as some poxy fucking iOS Anyway, you'll pick it up. Right, Bynes is getting all won't. poetic now. Let's. Right, we should, should, another item I'm going to start here, making haikus or something in a minute if you're not careful. Oh God! <sighs> you spent too much time around Proton on Saturday, I'm, didn't I'm, you? I'm calm. Mm. Fine, I'm is there nothing calm. else on this list of news? That... There's some good stuff here. Some good stuff yeah, here. So the number two on the list. Sony backtrack. We, we touched on this before when we were talking about. Um, uh, Mighty Quest Replic Loot, Sony's basically backtracking on Planetside 2 buffs. So they were talking about um, bringing in some stuff that was going to unbalance the game, or so the community thought, for real money. So they have decided not to do that at all. So they kind of bowed to the community saying, no, actually, you always said this was never going to unbalance the game. It was always going to be about cosmetic stuff uh, or possibly XP boosts, but nothing that would actually unbalance the game. And they've been good and regained on that and said okay fine we'll withdraw it um next one for those people who are really excited about waiting for the division um yeah it's just terrible news this is terrible news it looks like they're going to basically look to launch that in the second half of 2014 um which means the watchdogs obviously is going to be coming out you know the holiday as they like to call it this year or possibly launch <laughs> title this year and then the division will be their their a holiday title for next year probably probably uh, which is disappointing for most of us because that was kind of the what one... can they have to do on it it looked bloody brilliant on the well it depends how big they want to make it depends on all the stuff around it I mean if that's just one small it part of a shard and yeah and it's Ubisoft. And to be honest Ubisoft could have bloody finished it they'd still make us fucking wait for it so they can get the watchdogs you know people buying that for forever and ever um one for, one for John, if he can prize himself off League of Legends, is that Dota 2 is now available on Mac and Linux. So, yeah, which means it's still going to be shit on Mac and Linux. It's, a, it's an interesting divide. I don't really understand it, but um, I know several people who really, really rate Dota 2 um, and people who really, really rate League of Legends, so I'm not quite I sure. Have to, I, have to, I have to say that Dota 2 does seem to be making a resurgence. Um, I gave it no time because... It wasn't as in uh, the, the height Immediate. of my lol. At the, at the height of my lol addiction, I thought, "Why the fuck am I <laughs> going through this aggravation?" Oh, he came back. 
Fucking hell, Jesus. It just came as a problem with this call, I thought it was last Oh, it's Beastie. No. Oh, no, we've lost Beastie. Let's get to the end quick before he comes back. Um, No. Um, Oh, you've lost my fucking train of thought now. Dota 2. Dota 2, making a comeback. Um, At the height of my LOL addiction, I tried Dota 2, and it wasn't immediate enough, and I thought, well, why am I bothering with this? Um, maybe it's worth a bit of extra time now that my, I have my understanding is Dota is more of, or of a kind of it takes longer to get into but is ultimately more rewarding this is no, but I don't say, I, because I've heard I mean I've heard this and what I find amusing is and I think John will find this amusing is people almost refer to as like oh League of Legends is kind of the softcore version this is the true hardcore and I'm thinking do you know what League of Legends is a pain in the half to get pain enough I mean it takes like days of gameplay experience to become even remotely competent at uh, um, League of Legends that if Dota 2 is that much more challenging I can't be bothered with it I mean I don't know what you think John no I agree well it's the same fucking game it's not about graphics and it's not about whatever it's about the same tactics the same kind of environment and I've put so much time and investment into League of Legends. I just don't see the point. It would be interesting to sort of, you know, it's it's weird because I don't play either of them. I can't have a decent. But it's not, the you know, thing is, it's not that Clarkie kind of game. Play, but no, but I'm talking about you two, you two who do play League of Legends. I'm just amazed that you haven't tried the direct oh, competition and actually oh, tried. put some hours I've into it to kind of see if it. But that's the point. That's not trying it, John. That's going. I don't like this because I'm in the middle of my the, League of Legends. The point is, Vimesy. It's the same game. All Dota 2 and League of Legends are are different mediums in which to play the same game. I don't know if that's true because from what I've seen, it's, it's a bit like saying Call of Duty and Battlefield are the same game when they're you know on the face of it, people could look at a gameplay and go, oh yeah, they are, but actually they're completely different. I just think it would have been interesting. I'm, I'm just surprised. I'm not slating you or anything. Like that. I'm just saying I'm surprised that you haven't. It's kind of gone and, and attempted to put like three or four or five hours into it or whatever to kind of to plumb the depths a little bit before coming back with it. Well, I tried it for 10 minutes and didn't like it. I'm just surprised. That's because, it's, because I didn't like it after 10 minutes because it's so punishing to get into one of these games. But I thought that about LOL. Exactly. Yeah, that, sure. that was, you know, I played one game and that was a bloody hell. Um, you know, so I, don't I broke, know, I I just, broke I'm in just, the back of LOL. So you had to bring Bright yeah. back up again. Brilliant. Oh, <laughs> I'll I'm set them have... up. You knock them down. Oh, innuendo ban, ban next next show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on because we're not going. Mean, I just think it'd be interesting for the, for the good of the show if two of you just went off and played Dota for a week and came back and then well, slated. We can it. always make well, it. We'll do that. We can always make it. Thing. Big thing, can't we? We can. <laughs> and then no one will play. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on, um, Valve basically that there's. I did wonder what happened to this, but basically, do you remember there was this, every time we get thrown of this thing about um, Xbox One not being able to sell games, stuff, everyone kept going about this European ruling where you have to be able to sell on any product that you bought and digital merchandise being able to be reselling and, and all this kind of, you do what you want with it. Um, and there was all these questions about whether Steam would allow resell and things. Well, now apparently um, somebody's taking them to the German courts to force further pressure on them. Uh, to allow us to sell our games once we're done with them or sell our codes on once once we finish with them. Uh, and they're hoping that that court case will be heard sometime this year and it could have massive repercussions, obviously, for the whole whole industry because if PC gaming suddenly means we can start selling games on, 
does that mean that our prices are going to rocket to the same level as no you know because as games. I keep no because I've never heard anything so ridiculous in my entire life that's ridiculous well just fight well go on which, which is ridiculous which part that the, once you've played a game that you can you can uh, like a digital download then then you can sell it on you've had the experience so but done. you do that with, uh, you're making no sense whatsoever John because you do that with console games all the time I yeah, finished at least that's got a physical no, at least that's got a physical medium and no one with it. that's got nothing to do with it it's it's you know at the end of the day how the medium gets onto your drive and how you consume that it shouldn't have much to do with it I'm just saying that you know if I buy a digital download of something and at the moment if I go and buy I don't know uh, a game off Steam and it cost me twenty pounds. The reason it cost me twenty pounds is because I can't get rid of it. And developers will be like, right, okay, well we've got a price of those, so more people buy it. Da, 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 da. If they suddenly turn around and say, well, actually you can resell games, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see these game prices, the RRPs of them, going straight back up to match console games because that's what developers no, do for no. the, the consoles. No, it won't. No, no, because you're also, as I said this before. Um, the reason that the, a lot of the time that the console prices are higher is because Microsoft and Sony take a cut. They also have, in part of the distribution window, of a developer getting money, a share, publisher getting a share, um, the retailer getting a share, distribution partners getting shares so of, of, of that money. Um, 30 points of that go to Microsoft and Sony as, they, as a licensing cost. That is why console games are more expensive. It's because they're paying 30% more to, so that they get to be licensed and so under there. So do you think publishers will just take the hit and just go, oh, okay, then people can resell our games, therefore we're not going to up our prices to make an initial... No, no, I think that the, that would be the wrong response. The response would be more aggressive with that the, they have control of the market. So they'll sell the game as necessary. I mean, that's still how I think... Like, I don't know how this will work, to be honest with you, Vimesy, because it's quite a strange world where we can where the digital purchase be, can change. It would shake things up quite a lot. But I don't I, think... I, I, I still think it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't <laughs> understand your point at all, John. Oh, well, really if you don't. went to a why restaurant it, and bought why mail... Should, why well, should it make a difference? If you went to a restaurant and, a and ate something, would you then think that you could resell on... Um... That's a, John, that's just a, such a stupid argument. It's untrue. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's, it's a completely ridiculous job. argument. It's like saying, oh, I bought my fish and chips, can I resell them? That's absolutely different. It's not about... Why is that different? Because why? You, can, why? You, can re, you can't re-consume your fish and chips unless you regurgitate it, you muppet. You can have the same... Oh. I can give my copy of The Last of us to Clarkey, and he can have the same yeah, experience right. <laughs> without the vomit as I had when I bought it new. It's got absolutely nothing to do. It's, yeah, but why should it? It's why an intangible it? argument. These people need to earn the money. I've got no why? problem. But this is the point. I've got no problem with developers. I've always said on this program, I want developers to earn money. You know, and th- there's that whole thing about you know whether it's the publisher or the developer that's making it. I've got no problem with that. What I'm saying is, do you want to do you want to resell your uh, something that you download on iTunes? If you you buy you buy a, you buy a MP3 on iTunes, do you want to? I don't know. I'm undecided. That? But what I'm saying is, what? John, what I'm saying is that no, no, but that's why the is it that's, different? That's the same no, 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 scenario, John, isn't right? It? Try listening for a change rather than talking. Right. When you're talking about stuff like this, why should it make a difference that it's a physical piece of media rather than the digital download? There's no difference in the content you're consuming. It's exactly no, I agree. the same. You know I think I don't think the game should be able to be resold. I don't have a yeah, why? Because you know, I think if you're going to consume a game, I don't have a problem with reselling games. But what but I you, think should you happen consumed it. No, but what I but you haven't consumed it because that, no, that you haven't can, consumed it. 
that you've not when you consume something you destroy it yes okay you destroy you, you it's like watching a film that's on a kind of burn loop or something like that so as you're watching the film it deletes itself from your hard drive it, that's a rental that's completely different this is something where i can play it i can finish it i can have that experience and then i can give it to somebody else who you know, it's a digital code for them. It's a brand new game. It makes no difference that yeah, I've absolutely. used it. It doesn't come in. It doesn't come in. making the money but out of it. This is the point, and this is what I'm trying to say. I have no problem with people reselling games, but I think there needs to be a better option to it, and something that needs to come back. And what we've talked about before is things. You know, what are the answers to reselling? And the simple thing is that basically every time that a game is sold, a set fee goes back to the developer or the publisher or whoever you know whoever's that middleman whatever however they want to cut it up so that if i sell you that there's an immediate five pound money back to whoever hang on everyone had a problem with this everyone had a problem with this when microsoft proposed this for the xbox one i think what people had a problem with was the fact that microsoft is a closed system you can't buy your games anywhere else there's no competition there the license is there. It's fixed. You know, I no, can't no, go. No, no, I no, can't that, go. No, 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 that wasn't what anyone was moaning yeah, no, about. No, John, uh, John, honestly, no one was moaning about that. Everyone was moaning about it being always online, completely closed system, no way of buying it. That's what they're moaning about, honestly. It wasn't about the re- the resale thing. Was about you know if they turn around and said, oh, you can. You Do can... you not think that this will be a closed system? This has well, to no. be tightly regulated. No, because be, no, I, I, I can buy my 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 copy of Dishonored. I can go and buy it from from Green Man Gaming. I can go and buy it from Steam. I can go and buy it from it. so there's there's yeah, price com- there's price competition from. there. Whereas well, when no, you buy it from Microsoft, when you buy it from a Microsoft game or a Sony game, they fix the price. If somebody wants to compete on that, they can do, but only with a certain window, unless they want to make a loss. So it's very very different. Very, very different indeed. And well, hang on, how do you? I don't understand how you all of a sudden know how Steam would uh, Steam would handle this. How any say, other kind? Of... I'm not saying I know. No, Steam... no, 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 one sec. Well, John, quite simply, it doesn't matter how Steam would handle it because you can go and shop elsewhere. That's a simple fact. You can go to Game Still. You can go to Green Man Game. You can go to good old games. You can go anywhere you want. There's millions of digital retailers out there. You can go to another somewhere else. The point is, if a price is set by somebody. It, with no having a monopoly over that, which is what Microsoft and Sony have in those kind of those platforms, if that's the only way you could buy a game, that is monopoly, and that's not a right. good thing for the consumer. I'm going to make a statement out. You lot want to stop fucking worrying about getting something for nothing. Frankly, if you if you pay forty quid for a game and you finish that game and you play that game, you've had your forty quid worth. Fact, simple, done. If you if you pay for someone's services for an hour, you can't then resell their services after you've had their hour for something else. I know it's not a direct translation, but you are getting the goods. You are getting the experience. You're getting whatever. You should not then be able to sell on, especially if... Well, you, you, sorry, but you've been talking to me about reselling on your G25 just now. Yeah. You've been talking to me about selling on all sorts of projectors. That's a physical piece of what piece of is the difference, John. Oh, no difference. please. You're telling me that there's no difference between that. 
No, and there's the, why, no. why, would there, why would there be a difference mental, between that? Your mental. In fact, mental. In, in many ways, it goes the other way because the digital content is going to come to me as if it was new. Whereas if I bought something yep. off you physical, I'm going to have to put up with the fact it's been used, there's wear and tear, the box might be damaged, yada, yada, yada. There's no difference, John. But, and that's what you've got to get your no, head no, 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 no. Okay, but you're talking about diluting the value of that product for the people that make it. That's if, very, if, very different. You, you're quite happy to hear saying, I want money to go back to the developer because they deserve it because I've had the same entertainment thing. How much money, if you sell me that G25, are you going to send off? Yeah, but that, G, that G25 is worth however much it costs the manufacturer in plastic and what up, whatever, uh -huh. plus yeah. a markup. Okay? A mm -hmm. game for Has a developer will cost £3 million and you get a experience of that game for twenty pounds, with them, but there's no difference, John. It costs them the same. Of course, there's no difference. You've created a physical. things got a little heated. The exact uh, debate shall be lost in the annals of history, so we return you to your normal programming. Thank you for listening. Okay, on to more, uh, well, less controversial news. Um, the Microsoft Service tablet apparently has cost Microsoft nearly 900 million and they have warehouses full of their their RT version just stacked up to the up to the gills um, Beast you seem to know more about this than I do do you want to talk a little bit about it well it's kind of a strange one the RT um, is their lightweight version um, so this is when they did do the the kind of the core i5 um, i7 setups and they haven't really they kind of get out there early and they basically haven't really supported it and they're trying to compete directly with the ipad and frankly that was never gonna work similar price point very expensive um of course didn't have quite the uh well, charisma at least as, as, a, as a devices go and i think that they basically kind of dumped it and from that they're kind of feeling the impact and yeah i think that I don't know how well the Surface has done overall. I mean, I think a lot of us guys have got iPads and that. Does anybody give a damn about the Surface as a device? I quite fancy the, it, I quite it, fancy it the Surface, but the Surface Pro, that's the thing. The, R, the RT was a was a new product into an, a mature market, as defined by Apple. And yeah. um, it was always going to struggle, and it didn't have a USP. Whereas the Pro has a USP, but the truck, which is that basically it's a fully functioning PC, and you can install any software onto it. Yeah. You can install League of Legends onto it if you want, which is exactly what I was looking for. Um, of course. But, you um, uh, and that was in a previous life when I actually enjoyed League of Legends. But um, the trouble is, the Pro is prohibitively expensive. It is. Yeah. And the RT is not as flash and fancy as um, an iPad. the iPad. 
because yeah. I don't know if it's as well made. I'm, I'm sure it is, but the reality is, and you know what people are like, they get sucked along with the hype. Oh, I don't want an RT because everyone on the internet says that fucking Windows 8's a load of shit. You know, and they just follow that. They just, they just follow that, and they won't give things that kind of thing a try. You're probably um, going to find one of these boxed in with the uh, with the Xbox One. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because they've they've actually hammered the price of the RT. It's now an E279, which I think it was about two hundred pound more than that. Jeez. Yeah. Um, oh, really? But is the Pro come down? Because I'm really interested. In the Pro <laughs> no, the Pro is still seven hundred and nineteen for the base oh, model. That's so much, isn't it? Yeah. That's just too much. I mean, £719. I mean, I, I granted you've got kind of that laptop kind of power in there, but I mean, you can pick a MacBook Air up for that kind of money. I mean, that's the problem. That's then, then, that's then what you're competing with is is that kind of device. And yeah. I, Having the keyboard on it is great. I think that's, that's an extra on top, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Because you don't. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You buy the base unit, then you have to spend an extra 140 bucks or whatever it is to buy the, 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 the keyboard. Yeah. That's correct. And that, that was the problem. It was never an all-in-one solution. It was like, yeah, yeah, you can buy this. Oh, and if you want that, it's an extra this. And if you want that, it's more... Even well, more. I don't know. They're damned if they do, and they're damned if they don't. If, if they didn't get try to enter that market, everyone would be like, why aren't you trying to enter this market? Um, and if Microsoft lose 900 million quid, all right, well, lost a bit off the top of the pile then. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, just so you got an idea, though, I mean, obviously the base model, 719, and um, the um, surface type cover is £110 on top. Jeez. So, yeah, it's, it's a pricey price. Yeah. It's a mm. pricey They are nice bits of kit, but, I mean, I was thinking, oh, brilliant, I can have that, and I can use that on a plane because it's nice and small. And then I remembered... I never go on a fucking plane. <laughs> why, why the hell would I want that? And I still need a mouse. Oh, silly. But I just do love these gadgets and stuff. Um, anyway, whatever. Let's. Uh, it, it's far too hot, and um, I'm getting bitten to shit here by whatever. Let's. Uh, let's uh, get out of here, guys. Well, yes. Oh, right, we do so, so. Yeah, down to me, isn't it? Right. Um, <laughs> affiliate links. Yeah, use Amazon. Go to um, go to uh, what is it? Jinx, because they sent some lovely T-shirts, and uh, I was very pleased with my Warcraft T-shirt. I have a very nice Starcraft T-shirt from Jinx. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. I got a nice Bioshock looked... Infinite one. Yeah, I got one of them as well. Is that what that? Yeah, the Fink black... one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Oh, really good. I I wore my Warcraft one with proud going. Walking along as a major geek to a very geeky film last night, the World's End. Uh, Jane and her daughter were less enthused about it, shall we say? But uh, <laughs> uh, review us on iTunes because because um, we're brilliant and uh, we like reading the iTunes, the iTunes reviews, and it gives us a little boost in the charts, and that allows us to make lots of new friends, which is hopefully in turn going to make MGPX 2014. And any intermediary events, like for example, Nogfest, is beginning to shape, beginning to take a little bit of shape now after the success of MGPX. Uh, we'll have more friends to play with and come and uh, come and have fun with. Which uh, is nice. Which is nice. Uh, email the show mgpbits at maturegamepodcast.com and uh, anyone who's got individual email addresses, Clarky, you have, haven't you? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Clarky at uh, MatureGamerPodcast.com. And it's yeah. Beastie at BeastieDon'tTweet.com or something like that. I don't know. I, 
<laughs> something like that. It's going to add on to the kind of um, the term TeamSpeak stuff. I mean, obviously, do do come on online chat to us. I mean, there's, I've noticed that in the last certainly the last month, my uh, I'm kind of getting friend requests every day or so. Um, with kind of obviously new people kind of getting on board, so it's really great. And so if you want to do have a game or something, do feel free to kind of ping us. I'm sure we'll play something as long as it's Daisy and some of us and for some of us. And um, the question, um, epic question, mighty loot. Um, on my in my circumstances, so yeah, but by all means, let us know and we'll play some games together. Yeah, get on the TeamSpeak server. There's always millions of people on there, and uh, they're all very nice. Um, Facebook, Patrolgam Podcast. I don't know. Does any, any of you ever use Facebook anymore? I don't. Uh, I don't. I've gone off that. Yeah. I do. I'm but... onto MySpace now. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Bebo or something like that. Yeah. Did you see... Oh, what was that I saw? Oh, no. I've jumped in too quickly without having the full facts in my hand. <laughs> that, um... Oh, fucking hell. Someone who created something sold it to someone. someone for a shitload of money and then they brought it back for a million yes that was bebo. i think it might have been was I'm it bebo i'm pretty sure that was bebo wasn't it they sold it for 800 million and bought it back the other week for one million wow. fucking hell that's a good bit of business isn't it, Is it who bought bebo was it microsoft mm, yeah like yeah something like that um yeah, that's incredible and do you know what you buy back bebo for a million million dollars or whatever it is and if it fucks up, oh well, well we tried. Still 799 million left to play with for the rest of my life. Exactly, yeah. Incredible, incredible. Uh, but uh, I mean, that's never going to work, is it? Against Facebook, Facebook, the it's untouchable. Facebook and Twitter, they're untouchable. Well, they're mm. only been around for not not that long, really. So we say again. Well, Twitter hasn't been around for, for that long, really, in the great scheme of things, so nothing's unassailable. No, I appreciate it. We all thought the same about my, MySpace and Bebo at one point. We all thought they were yeah, absolutely. unassailable. And so, do you, so do you really see a, a quarter of the world's population suddenly going, oh, I'm not going to forget Facebook, I'm going to go on to this other one? I, I think it will. I don't think it will happen. I don't think it will happen like overnight, but I think something will come along that will replace these things. They're not, they're not permanent. Almost, none, almost nothing is really stuck around that long in the kind of the internet um, realm. I mean, something come along, be it... Um, I'm hoping it's Friendface from um, It Crowd. I'm hoping that it's the Chalk <laughs> Podcast Forum. It might well uh, be. That's always a good place to be. And, uh, yeah, that would be good. Anyway, um, Twitter. Follow us at MGPBits. I'm at UK Homer. I'm at Vimesy74. Damn it. So well, we were on a roll. I'm at Clarky Snap. And uh, Beta Don't Tweet. Thank you very much. Catchphrase. Uh, sorry about uh, it. Everyone's got really hot and uh, fractious, I think, tonight. And uh, hopefully a bit, be a bit cooler next week. Uh, so. Uh, well, the, we'll the iPhone says it's about to start pissing it down. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Follow by thunderstorms tomorrow. Yay. Ooh, I guess, and. Yeah. Uh, and now over to Vamsey with the uh, health and beauty segment. What? <laughs> <laughs> I weren't the one talking about gentlemen's razors. Oh, jeez. Was that actually a game? No. <laughs> it was a wind-up, wasn't it? No. 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 Well, why the fuck's it in the game section? Then? You'll have to listen back. <laughs> I will listen, listen back. Oh, God. Because, I mean, cause frankly, Vimsey, I'm interested to see how you're going to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> this mess 
without, yeah. without letting too much with with letting a little bit letting the listeners into a little bit of what happened about 15 minutes ago but not too much and for both <laughs> you and i to maintain our didn't both our respective dignities yeah it could oh. be a hard call let's see how that one rolls <laughs> all right guys thanks very much and uh hope to uh, have you lot listening uh, next week Bye-bye. Bye bye bye